0: is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. I thank God for another day. I thank God for you too listening. I trust you had a great Thanksgiving with friends and family. And for whatever reason, if you did not, there are still many things to thank God for. Truly, he is good. Well, you know, last week I talked about the power of the tongue. I left off in the book of James chapter three. uh, verse 10. But before I continue, I want to briefly review what James, Jesus brother said about the human tongue. And you know, the enemy is a liar. He's trying to affect my tongue right now, but I'm going to go ahead in the name of Jesus. James said that the tongue is a small member that boasts great things. He said, a man that offends not in words is a perfect man because he is able to bridle or control his whole body. Even though the tongue is small, it can kindle a great fire. You know, man can tame every animal of the air, the ground and the sea, but cannot tame the tongue. You know, James also gave an illustration about how man can guide a horse with a bit or direct a large ship with a helm, both being very small instruments. But the tongue, he said, no man can tame. It is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. Now, The nature of man without the generation, the regeneration of Jesus Christ is evil and ungodly. Now, when you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, that old nature is no longer there, but you have the nature of Christ. And so, for example, let's look at uh, Luke chapter six, verse 45. It says, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good. And an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil for out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. So it lets us know whatever is in your heart. That's what eventually comes out in your mouth. So you, if you're a regenerated uh, child of God, then what comes out of your mouth should be wholesome and godly. But if you're not, you're going to, you know, Possibly hear evil. And so James is not saying that it is impossible to tame your own tongue, but that it takes much effort. Otherwise, he would not have said that if a man offends not in word, then he is a perfect man. I believe this word perfect is being fully mature in godly knowledge and wisdom, meaning If you know what is the right thing to do or say in a particular situation, then you do that right thing or you say that right thing with the intent not to offend another individual. Now, this does not mean that the other person will not get offended. Now, that's a whole nother story within itself, a whole nother message within itself. However, by Yielding to the spirit of God, this allows God to rule and to reign in your life and not your own pride or ego to control you. Let's go back to James chapter three, and I'm going to pick up from uh, verse nine and continue to verse 18, which is going to read from the new King James version. Okay, so hopefully you have your Bibles with me and you can read along with me. (coughs) Okay, it says verse 9, we're talking about the tongue, remember? With it we bless our God and Father, and with it we curse men who have been made in the similitude of God. So here it says that (coughs) we're giving honor to God. with our mouth, we're giving blessings and then we're cursing men who is in the image of God and that shouldn't be. Verse 10 Out of the same mouth proceed blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not to be so. So how can the same vessel, the same mouth here it is, give good and then turn around and give evil. It shouldn't be. Let's look at verse 11. Does a spring send forth fresh water and bitter from the same opening? Can a fig tree, my brethren, bear olives or a grapevine bear figs? Thus, no spring yields both salt water and fresh. So it lets us know that we should be able to expect from a spring to bring forth fresh water and not bitter from the same spring. And just like if we see a tree, if it's a fig tree, it should bear fri- uh, figs and nothing else. So therefore, we need to make sure that what comes out of our mouth truly represents who we are. And if we're saying we're a Christian, then we need to be speaking life and not death. Praise God. Let's go to verse 13. It says, who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show by good conduct that his works are done in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your hearts, do not boast and lie against the truth. This wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly, central, demonic. For where envy and self-seeking exists, confusion and every evil thing are there. So it lets us know that here, if there's good conduct and meekness and wisdom, then that represents God. But if there's bitter and envy and self-seeking and that you're going against your your other, you know, another individual, or you have this, um, you know, you want to lie and not tell the truth, or you want to become bigger than the other individual, or you have to put someone else down in order for you to make yourself look big, those things are earthly evil is bad. And so it lets us know that we can have a wisdom that's of God, or we can have a wisdom that's of this world. And so we want to make sure that we're operating in the wisdom of God. So here in verse 16, it says, for where envy and self-seeking exists, confusion and every evil thing are there. Have you noticed when you're around people that are very selfish and want their own way? It seems like strife is always in the midst and confusion. You know, things are um, out of order, just constantly chaos. And so that's because of the antenna of the heart. Let's go to uh, verse 17. It says, but the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield full of mercy and good fruits without partiality and without hypocrisy. Now, think about that. I can stop there. Isn't that peace and wholesome? I mean, I'm hoping that when you had your holiday uh, meal with your family, that there was peace and that, uh, you know, gentleness and full of mercy and good fruits. Because I know sometimes, you know, with family, there can be tension and turmoil and things like that. But I pray that you had the victory, that regardless what was going on around you, regardless what relatives were saying, and maybe they were uh, false accusing you of, you know, false accusations or something. But no matter what took place, you spoke in love and pure with a, a humble heart to edify God and to give him glory. And so I pray that's your testimony. And if you didn't, and if you lost your cool, and maybe you said some things that you shouldn't said, hey, repent. You know, maybe you even cursed at the table. Repent, whatever it is, nothing is too hard for God. So I'm just saying, let's be careful what we say with this tongue. This tongue is powerful. Oh my goodness, it is powerful. And we don't want our tongue to just blur out and it cause fires and flames and unruly evil everywhere we go. We want to walk in love and peace. When we're around people, we want them to feel like a fresh air, like the, oh my goodness, like just God, his presence is there with us because you're in the midst. And so that's what we want. And let's look at the last verse here. It says, now the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. Praise God. We want to be peacemakers. We want to have the fruit of righteousness going forth before us so that when people are in our midst, they know that by our words, they're kind, they're loving, they're gentle, and that we're not selfish, wanting our own way. Hallelujah. But that we are willing to walk in peace. And, you know, God want us to walk in peace today. And again, I just hope That this chapter, chapter James, is a reflection um, of who we ought to become and a reminder of what we don't want to become. Because remember, whatever is in your heart, you know, the mouth speaketh. So if you have good things lying in your heart, guess what? Good things will come out. If you have evil things or maybe you have resentment and bitterness, guess what? that's going to come out. So give it to God. If there's something or someone that you feel that's a hindrance to you or causing you to go off, remember, I want to say this truth to you right now. No one can make you do anything. Meaning that, you know, if they got a gun on on your, you know, to your head or something like that, but I'm talking about you're not the victim here. You have control of what you say out of your mouth. It's just a matter are you able to tame yourself? Are you willing to do what's needed to bridle that tongue, to put that hem, to put that guard over your mouth? Are you willing to allow the Holy Spirit to direct your life and not your ego or not your pride? Sometimes we feel like we have to have the last word. We have to make sure that we're heard, make sure our point is being expressed, because for whatever reason, The enemy has sold us this lie that unless we can get our words out, unless we give people a piece of our mind, then, you know, we're uh, being used or uh, uh, walked on or like a doormat. That is a lie from hell. Do not accept that. You'll be the mature one. You'll be the first one to repent, even if it's not on you even if they're at fault the other person you be the one who say I'm sorry you be the first to say you know what I I should have said something a little differently please forgive me um you know I, I, I apologize for that I'm gonna make sure I don't go there anymore I don't do that again you know you be the mature one remember your tongue is powerful we don't want to give out flames and and things like that. We want our tongue to be seasoned with grace, with love, praise God. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this book of James. Lord, help us to be mindful how powerful our tongue is. Yes, it's a small member, but it can have the possibility, the potential to do great, great harm. So God, help us individually to keep our mouth in check. Dear Heavenly Father, help us, Lord, to have our hearts thinking on things that are pure, honest, and lovely, and a good report, so those things will come out. So, Lord, I ask right now, our listening audience, that you will help us, dear Heavenly Father, to seek your will, dear Heavenly Father, and to submit to your Holy Spirit. Only say what you give us to say, and dear God, and whatever we say, let us say it in love, with grace and compassion, dear Heavenly Father, that peace will go forth. So Lord, we just thank you that we abide in the righteousness of you, dear God. It's only you that make us righteous and not we ourselves. So Lord, we just thank you. And we ask these things in your Holy Son, Jesus name. Remember, it's not about me, it's not about you. It's about him, Jesus. I trust you are blessed by this broadcast comments will look at you, but it's about Jesus.